0: Hello and welcome to Supply Chain A to Z. I'm Tricia Kearns, professor of supply chain management at Governor State University and associate director of the new Supply Chain Innovation Center and Business Incubator. Whether you're a business owner or a supply chain professional or simply interested in supply chain trends, we invite you to hear from industry experts who are leaders of supply chain. Stick around to learn more. Hello, Trisha Krems from the Supply Chain A to Z. I'm here today with Reggie Greenwood, who's our new director of Supply Chain Innovation Center and Business Incubator located on the campus of Governor State University. Good morning, Reggie.
1: Uh, Good morning, Trisha. How are you doing this fine day?
0: I'm doing wonderful, wonderful for a fall day here in Chicagoland area. So, Reggie, I'm excited to learn more about your your journey at the center, what some of your plans are. So, let me start by asking, share with our audience, what inspired you to join GSU and our new supply chain center?
1: Thank you uh, for the question. I'm looking forward to this conversation, Tricia. In my career, I have worked both for the public and private in education sector for the last 20 years or so. In my work where a company where I was a general manager and a partner in the woodworking company, one of the big factors, one of the big opportunities for our success was that we really developed a supply chain that met the needs of our customers. This was maybe 15 years ago, I, we were beginning to find that many of our firms who were building large homes we're becoming concerned about the quality and the sustainability of the woodworking or the wood that we used in manufacturing doors, windows and bookcases for our customers. I had the opportunity then to improve the value of our company by working with my suppliers to get them to become certified as forest stewardship environmentally sound companies. They were following sustainable logging practices. Also, this gave me the opportunity or the challenge to arrange for tracking the delivery of those products into my manufacturing facility. So at the beginning of my career there, I saw the value of how supply chains are an integral part of the success of a company. I left that job and became the executive director of the Chicago Southland Economic Development Corporation, which works with 50 or 60 companies in our region. As I interacted with them, I kept asking, what are the the factors that are most important to your success? Number one actually was workforce. That was, and so we did a large project of working with companies on workforce. Number two, however, was being able to you know, receive products on time to manufacture to delivery on time. So it was part of this whole world that we're involved in of being able to accurately tell your customer when you're gonna get that part to them. Everyone used or is still using just-in-time manufacturing. So delivery dates, I found talking to many of my clients were increasingly important. It was no longer acceptable to let a customer know, hey I'm a week late. That really didn't work any longer. So time after time working with companies in our region it became clear that all of them, all these manufacturing companies and logistics companies, had to dramatically improve how well they were able to tell their customer when a particular product was gonna be delivered. So I have known GSU since I've been living out here, and as Dean Jun Zhao began thinking about creating a innovation center as part of the university network, I really felt that there was a real demand for innovation in supply chain based on on the results of my conversation with companies in our area. So when the opportunity came up to apply to be the director, it seemed to really fit in my background and my interest. So I'm excited about the opportunity to making a contribution to the region, working with the the group at uh, the College of Business.
0: Yeah, and that leads me right into my second point or second question is what you see as your vision. It sounds like you are continuing your efforts, but utilizing some of the training and consulting and other opportunities that the university has to offer that we could apply to the center.
1: Absolutely. So uh, I think the number one opportunity is to leverage the connections that I have in the region, not just at the Southland, but in my work, I also have, you know, interacted with quite a few company networks throughout the you know, the state of Illinois, to connect our professors uh, to these opportunities for supporting companies. I have really been impressed with, uh, actually with my colleague, Trisha, who uh, we're talking together, about the depth of expertise that she has in supply chain management. So I think number one priority is to help the region understand that the center can be a way of connecting with a host of talented professors at Governor State University. The second one is, is when the name of our center is innovation because the world has found that there is a great opportunity for new business development through innovation in the supply chain. I mean, you know, take for example, Amazon, right? Amazon began by disrupting the way that the normal supply chains were happening for selling books. So Amazon has demonstrated that there is an opportunity to better understand supply chain and to innovate how to disrupt existing methods of delivering product and finding ways to do it better and more more effectively. So we want to innovate and help companies innovate in the supply chain. Perhaps the source of that innovation, there's four particular trends that are happening in the world today in no particular order. One is that supply chains need to be more resilient. The COVID crisis have sort of demonstrated the, the problems and disruptions are failures in our supply chain if you only have one supplier for a particularly critical product. So I'm certainly finding that companies need to be more, more resilient by having a variety of ways of as, ascertaining alternative suppliers in certain situations. And How do you organize that?
0: It's a good point you bring up when we think about the single sourcing process of companies saying, I've always done business with this one supplier. And post-COVID means that if that supplier hasn't been able to maintain or sustain their business, what does that mean for the company that's wanting to utilize that relationship moving forward? They may not be able to. And so you're right, it highlights some of the, you know, the single sourced or the, this is the way we've always done it. We have to think outside of the box. And that that goes for some of our international buying, as we've seen some of our trade relations um, really impacted from the changes that we've made from a federal level and the relationships of should we bring product back to the United States? And what does that mean for the ultimate cost? That's involved.
1: Absolutely. In fact, so COVID has uh, revealed a, a trend that's already happening, right? Because reshoring as a trend started happening, you know, several years ago, because people began to decide that the cost of a, a stretched out supply chain were greater than people had originally thought. So there is a existing movement that we want to help companies determine in certain cases, can they find a quote, local supplier or supplier inside America, or really inside North America, right? The new trade agreement, the USMCA, has created more advantages from buying from Canada and Mexico, which creates a shorter local supply chain. So that's one of the things we wanna work with, right? How to help companies ascertain how to be part of this reshoring trend to make sure they're part of selling local and buying local.
0: And we have the training abilities at the center, of course, to help those companies think about that and bring business back.
1: Absolutely. So the certifications that we have are are critical to helping companies and people inside firms, develop the skills to deal with making their supply chain more resilient and more risk averse. You know, how do you do risk analysis? I just had a conversation with a firm, maybe, you know, 100 employees had gone through a Six Sigma process of trying to understand how to do risk analysis of looking at the variety of products they bring in to determine where in this supply chain should they create more redundancy. So that's a, that's a, big, a big opportunity for us to provide value to companies in the area. Another particular trend that is, is yes. interesting, of course, is uh, sustainability. Again, this is not a, a new, new concept, but it's certainly getting more and more traction. I mean, if you're selling into a large company, now, if you're selling to Ford, if you're part of a supply chain going to Ford Motor Company, you have to certify the sustainability of your product. It is no longer a uh, unusual setting for a firm to have to demonstrate that they are cognizant of the the amount of carbon impact they have in their supply chain, right? Mm -hmm. That's a substantial change for uh, 10 years. And there's a a lot we need to learn how to do that better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sustainability within the supply chain is a topic we all should be talking about um, without a doubt.
1: And so there's ISO, I think it's now ISO 26,000 certifications that are environmentally sound. Uh, you're going to, to have to have that certification to sell to large suppliers. Certainly, if you're selling into companies in Europe, you have to be able to uh, talk about the sustainability of your operations. Of course, that's not just in-house operations, it's your supply chain. You know, another big trend, Tricia, is diversity. It is an, it's critically important that companies be able to uh, be able to better demonstrate that their companies they purchase from, that they are contributing to buying from NBE-certified companies so that we have a, a bigger, more diverse, successful business community. That also is becoming Many trends, particularly if you buy, if you sell anything to a government customer or or OEM selling to the government, you have to meet very distinct uh, diversity objectives. So how do you do that? I mean, that's one of the things going to help companies learn how to do to innovate, that their supply chain, they assess whether their suppliers meet MBE requirements. Do Do you agree with that?
0: Oh, absolutely. And some of the small business owners that Governor State University partners with. Um, you know, I think about all of the ways that we can connect those large organizations with the smaller suppliers that we know help feed employment opportunities for the region.
1: Absolutely. In fact, large companies, you know, have whole departments on diverse diversity objectives. And, you know, we have a – actually, this was a smaller company. I was talking to a company, in University Park, uh, last week, whom, you know, again, several hundred employees, they are trying to initiate a, a diverse supply objective. They were working with a company that was not certified, but it was owned by a minority. So they're going to help that company go through the, quote, certification process. I think that's kind of part of you know, a, particular, a particular objective that a company could have would be to help its suppliers become certified. And what does that mean? So that's another part of the innovation strategy around resilience, reshoring, diversity, and sustainability. So those are the four terms I, I think we at the center have the opportunity to, to partner with our companies to help them meet each of those new objectives of supply chains in 2020.
0: It sounds like there is plenty of opportunity for our center, and certainly uh, enjoy learning more about some of the conversations you're having uh, with your network. So I look forward to the future, and I certainly thank you for your time today and, and educating us on our new uh, supply chain innovation center and business incubator. and. I know that you will reach out to those business owners and uh, let's all get connected uh, without a doubt. Thanks again, Reggie. Thank you, Tristan. Bye bye.